Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1364, air date November 22nd, 2023. Three, two. Do you ever feel like everything around you is manipulated? Are you overwhelmed by it all and have lost hope because every figurehead turns out to not be the quote-unquote savior you thought they would be? Our guest today, Dr. Shiva Ayadore, would tell you that, yes, we are being manipulated and want you to know how you can educate yourself and fight back. I'm John Scott, once again, filling in for my wife, Christy Lee, and this is The Counter Narrative. We have lots to discuss with independent candidate for president, Dr. Shiva Ayadore. So we're going to dive right in. Dr. Shiva Ayadore, MIT PhD, the inventor of email, is a scientist, inventor, entrepreneur, and Fulbright scholar who holds four degrees from MIT, including his PhD in biological engineering. He started seven successful high-tech companies providing thousands of jobs in Massachusetts. His life has been about solving very tough problems by identifying the root cause, bringing together people to innovate real solutions. Now he wants to serve America beyond left and right to deliver solutions we need and deserve most importantly. Dr. Shiva is one of us, a true American, not another lawyer or lobbyist or politician. Dr. Shiva Ayadore, welcome to the Counter Narrative. Nice to be here, John. How are you? It definitely is. It's a pleasure. I'll tell you, I tuned in last night for um, your MIT lecture. Very much enjoyed it. I've always kind of followed your content. Um, very much, you know, enjoy the points that you get to half the time. It's very refreshing. Yeah, I mean, look, John, if you saw that MIT lecture, uh, we had a rapt audience. You know, it was interesting going back to MIT. And I was a student there, uh, taught there, uh, started many companies out of there. But fundamentally, the message I delivered to those kids is, that institutions like MIT, um, institutions like all these elite institutions don't serve the students anymore. Um, that these institutions are actually creating, uh, and the way they do their admissions process these days, they're actually finding people who already conform. You know, when I went to MIT in 81, I was a working class kid coming out of New Jersey. No one even told me about MIT. Um, I, you know, um, I had to take my own exams, you know, I had to go, meaning uh, today, contrasted today, what's going on is parents, uh, very wealthy parents fund their kids 30, 40, $50,000 from the time they're, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh grade hiring them consultants. So they write their uh, resumes, you know, write their essays. And so after that talk that I gave, you know, we met with the two of the student organizers and they were saying how 80 to 90% of the students at places like MIT, Harvard, Yale are very, very depressed because to them, getting into MIT or Harvard or Yale or Stanford was the goal because their parents pushed them into it. And after that, they don't really know why they're there, John. Um, it's very, very different. You know, I you know, wanted to always create things. I'd invented email before I came to MIT. I was into understanding how systems work, why there was injustice in the world. So the entire educational system um, by these large institutions have created an environment of kids who are really just conformists, unfortunately. And the faculty since the 1970s, are most of them are spineless scumbags, most of them. 
because when the truth of the invention of email came out, um, because it was counter, you know, you have a great title here, counter narrative, it was counter to the narrative that great innovations actually do not come from big institutions. They actually come from everyday people solving problems. And the problem they have with me, John, is that I invented email before I came to MIT. Then I also invented a bunch of things after I came to MIT, but I didn't need MIT, you see? And this is the, the this is really the message. And this is a caste system that we've created. You know, I left a caste system in India where the Brahmins ruled everyone, abused everyone. Brahminism, by the way, is no different than Nazism, no different than Zionism, and we'll have more discussion about it. But it's a two-tier system where there's the elites and then there's everyone else, the 0.001%, and then the other 8 billion of us. And that is what has infiltrated innovation. So America really doesn't innovate any great things. Twitter, Facebook, these aren't innovations. Um, much as I like, don't like a lot of things Peter Thiel does, he did write a book called From Zero to One, really talking about how the fact that we haven't in innovated anything because innovation has essentially become an insider's game. It's really become incestuous. Um, you create these centers of innovation like Silicon Valley, you know, a couple of places at MIT and, and then you put a bunch of money in and you create a pedigree of like genetically engineered foods, you know, genetically engineered innovation. They're really not making any great things. So my you know journey that, that, that I me, I was going to say that makes me think because you, you mentioned Peter Thiel. I feel like I remember him and I think it was Eric Weinstein mentioned in a book by I think it was Derek DeSola Price, like Science Since Babylon, that was making that argument, what you're saying, like how really different is the world today? Take screens out of the picture than the 1950s, 1960s or whatnot, which I found very fascinating. You know, yeah, you know I'm, I'm curious. We're not making well, great gonna, innovation. Yeah. We're not doing yeah. anything. It's basically become highly, highly incestuous. You look at the political culture, Booby F. and Kennedy, you know, Donald Trump, Vivek the Snake, all these people, they're the only reason they get media attention, and whether it's positive or negative, is because they are controlled, they are part of the theater. And guys like you and a few other podcasters who actually do real journalism have the balls to put me on. I mean, it's quite incredible, yeah. right? I mean, I have all these degrees, all these achievements. I actually am the only one who has a movement that can actually solve these problems. And people like, I don't know if I can curse on this show. Can I? Yes, no? I don't know. Don't add people like, out, I'm sure. You go oh, ahead. <laughs> people, like Fucker, people like Fucker Carlson, all these people, all of these characters that you see on TV, Tulsi Gabbard, they're all part of the Zionist swamp. They all support Zionism. Booby Kennedy, particularly, they all act like they're doing something but they're actually stabbing people in the back. You're better off having a Hillary Clinton than a Joe Biden and a Bush telling you they're going to screw you versus these people that are just making money yeah. off views and clicks. So it's all a money-making operation for Booby Kennedy particularly. The guy doesn't solve anything. I was, you know what? I've always kind of had this, I've always kind of had this way of looking at it. That it's, it's crazy how they, they give that illusion of choice. I, I, I always kind of, used uh neapolitan ice cream it's like that illusion of choice but you're still in the same container you know <laughs> the minute you want a different flavor other than them three they want to give you in that container they don't want to allow it uh, you know i want to dive deeper with that since you brought up a bunch of these names you know very much um there, there's an element of you that kind of reminds me of general nathaniel green in a way I, reading some of his writings and the way he went back and forth with congress because he was self-educated went on trial in the quaker community actually be, for reading julius caesar you know uh, julius caesar's mm -hmm. writings and um, they call yeah. him the raging Quaker, but he always considered all these people kind of the elites. When meanwhile, he was really on the battlefield doing what he wanted to do. 
but I, I'm curious on this whole fake martyr thing. You know, I, I grew up with being that it's the assassination of JFK. You grew up around all this Camelot and 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 all these stories about the founding fathers and everything else. Like I'm blessed for the Constitution and everything else, but it's like the more that I read into different things, I think we glamorize these people. And um, I noticed that you've been talking more about that fake uh, that fake martyr element. Um, and I'd, I'd like you to dig more into that if you could. Yeah, if you look at the, you know, look, I mean, John F. Kennedy was a reckless individual. He was part of an organized crime family. Many other organized crime members like him, that's what he was. You know, he started the war in Vietnam. He brought in Henry Kissinger, warmonger. This guy was not a peacenik. Um, and the glamorization of him is even a greater crime. Um, he was he was the one who really was the father of U.S. imperialism at a very fundamental level. And if you look at him, you look at uh, Sam Giancana, Jimmy Hoffa, and none of these people's debts no one can explain, right? So what's common? That we can't explain their debts, and they're both part of organized crime families. And more importantly, yeah. the difference here with Kennedy is the father, Joe Kennedy, who was a big organized criminal, got his son, Ted Kennedy, off a murder rap here in Massachusetts and made him senator. This tells you that these people are not one of us. John F. Kennedy's not one of us. He was a reckless individual. He wasn't even uh, uh, qualified to get into the US Navy. He had VD, you know? And his father had to get yeah. him in, all sorts of other problems he had. And then he blew up a ship in the Navy. He, was a, and he, he, he almost blew up other ships, if you really read the accounts of who he was. But he was manufactured to be this great hero, right? Camelot, think about what Camelot represents. It represents royalty, right? It doesn't yeah. represent everyday yeah. people. And then when he was assassinated, they make it look like, oh, he was fighting against Vietnam and that's why he was done. Well, you know, Michael Tracy put out this great video that shows him a few weeks before he was shot, wanting to stay in Vietnam, saying how important we had to, you know, go kill these Vietnamese people. So this yeah. is all well, you know, manufactured. I, 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 I read no, I no, I that see, and that's what gets me. You know, one last little point about Kenny I always found interesting was that I, I had read a, a a paper put out by it was a uh, doctor out of the Naval Hospital, and the family let him go through his autopsy records and medical records. Uh, no, actually, medical records. I didn't realize the amount of drugs the man was on daily. You know, for Addison's disease, and and where how him and Nixon had that agreement they wouldn't talk about that. That's why Kennedy always looked tan because he had Addison's and the amount of drugs he was on. And I'm thinking, how could you even function on the kind of cocktail he was on? It kind of just threw a different narrative. I'm thinking, what what if at that time we really did have an, un I mean, talking about Biden as much as we do, is there a possibility we really had a super unstable individual? No, no, no. You, you know? you, you see, the thing is, others have written about this widely, but you have to understand the Kennedy family, they're an organized crime family. They do massive, they basically spend 95% of their time on public relations. You know, we're in Massachusetts here. Every four weeks, you're walking down the, every four weeks, you're walking down the shopping aisle, right? Oh, something with the Kennedys. It's like they have a PR machine that keeps alive yeah. this mythos. And you like have the to British understand the something. Yes, same thing. You'll see, and that's, we gave up royalty, right? People shed their blood yeah. in 1776 fighting royalty. People fought the royalty in World War One, World War Two, right? So why are we embracing royalty? This is shoved down American people's throat because they own the media and they pummel it down people's throat. I think the assassinate, today's assassination should be an opportunity for people to let go of all this crap in their brains, okay? You have to understand 
John F. Kennedy was part of an organized crime family. When one wing of organized criminals bumps off another wing of organized criminals, why the fuck should we care? Why the, why the hell should working people care? Because what did they deliver? Who went and fought and died in Vietnam, which is what Kennedy started? He's the one who brought the incredibly warmongering satanic Zionist Henry Kissinger into the White House as a consultant. And he's the one who created the domino theory, right? So that's what Kennedy did. He started Vietnam. And by the way, Robert F. Kennedy was another you know, part of the organized crime family. He wasn't a peacenik. No way. He, in, on the floor of the Senate, he supported LBJ fully to escalate that war. And again, this is all public knowledge, but it doesn't get out there because all of these mainstream Zionist journalists all promote it. And we also have to understand this thing. When one wing of the establishment, let's say the Irish mafia, not you know, has a disagreement with the Zionist mafia, which has a disagreement with the Italian mafia, and they're shooting guns at themselves, why are we embracing one of them? I see all these foolish people saying, oh my God, the Zionists killed Kennedy. Ooh, the CIA killed Kennedy. Don't yeah. they understand these are just different segments of the swarm? Why are, you, why are you even entertained by this? Meanwhile, in America, the average American is lucky if they have $400 in their savings account. During the pandemic, 600 billionaires increased their wealth by $2.3 trillion. Go read the New York Times article. I don't care about the New York Times, but you know, truth is truth, right? Booby fucking yeah. Kennedy runs all of these operations and he takes half a million, million dollars off the top to fund himself so he can go do falconry, right? I call it... Well, you know, this is not normal everyday people. Normal everyday people don't have diaries of 28 women that they're banging and keep ratings on them. And then when their wife finds out and kills himself, they don't really care. They get a PR agency to him bowing over his wife's casket, acting like they're burying it in the, in, in the family cemetery and then exhuming it the next day. People need to get through the head. None of these people represent you. I'm the closest that we'll ever get since the founders of this country, probably even better than them in many ways because they were merchants. But from a working class perspective, I represent the American dream. I came bottoms up. Yeah. You go watch that MIT video. Everything I've done is through my own bare hands and my brain, like every other American worker has done. And that now, is who we should be honoring. Yeah, no, well, that, that's something that, that, that kind of dives into where I wanted to go here too is, you know, do you think that kind of the decorum the, the style, like social norms, because people called you brash, right? Some people would say that maybe, you know, you're a little over the top with it. But do you think that's kind of a European way of thinking as far as that decorum? I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. It's, it, so do you remember, you ever watch those old movies where the, the British sit up straight and they eat their little yeah. things like this, right? And then, then they fight their wars very organized. I'm sorry, the American revolutionaries, if they had fought those wars like that, they would have lost. And the way I yeah. talk... Now I can talk like this and you bring me to an NSF scientific seminar. I have full range and you know, I can go from tenor to base and that bothers people because mostly all of these people don't have any range. They can't one day be computer programming another day, be fixing a machine another day, be opening up something and doing a chip analysis. I have all those skills and I've earned them because I worked my butt off. All of these people don't have any skills except to go to their wine, wine and cheese parties, to, you know, figure out what's the latest Brunello that they got, right? You know, hang out with their friends, find out how many plastic surgeries they're going to have to fund their wives. That's who these people are. They're fuckers. They're not any one yeah. of us. And I'm sorry. Well, I grew up in New Jersey and people speak like this. So I say, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Baltimore city right? guy. So I, I get it. I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, you know, everyday people are tired of this nonsense. 
Yeah, I mean, when I did that video, it was a natural video that came out, which said, you know, every other presidential candidate except me sucks Zionist cop. Well, someone else put it out, it got 40, 50 million views because everyone knows that I'm the most shadow banned guy on the internet after 2020. We reached a half a billion people and they said, shit, this guy has all the credentials, he's real, we have to, by the way, they went and found a bunch of other people to replicate me, you know, attempted. Vivek the Snake, a brown skinned guy, who's a car salesman, Booby Kennedy, who's, literally they send people to our Zoom calls, steal our material. Our slogan is declare your independence. He steals it. The guy has no, you know, he has no original thought in his brain. You know, I, I'm curious. Have you ever heard of a, a book? It was written in the 40s. Uh, the author was Philip Wiley. Wrote a book, Generation of Vipers. No, it sounds sounds like that. That's what these people are, man. Well, he rallied against that managerial business class politicians, and then even went further the moms that raised them. And uh, he wrote it in the 40s, and it's 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 almost like visionary in respect. Because I look at it today, and I'm like. Wow, this guy was pretty darn accurate. And and for me, you know, my, my I, I'm one of them guys, as you say, you want people to step up. You know, in 2000, in 2006, I ran for the Maryland State uh, House of Delegates. I just did it. Okay. I think I was going to yeah, win. Great. No, but I wanted the opportunity to get up on stage with politicians and speak my mind. I ended up taking over a labor union by accident. I didn't want to run a labor union. I was working in food manufacturing, you know, for, for, for Fortune 500 food company, our union ran five facilities. They, they, they were corrupt and, and it screwed everything up across every facility. I had to end up going in there and do that. Now I'm, 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 I did the same with a nonprofit that I did for a community foundation, renovating, uh, revitalizing an area. And then, and then now I'm kind of on the other side to where I don't mention where I work, but I'm in manufacturing in Texas, but I'm seeing these same individuals even within the corporate class. I've seen them within union leadership and within the union politics. I've seen them in nonprofits. I see it on local, you know, the local level. And I'm like, what gives? Like, how do we deal with these people? As you say, the swarm, which in my own mind, like I said, I just, I keep that term, that, that generation of vipers that still seems to have their claws in everything. Look, this is, so, so, look, this is the only way to win. And my entire life has been spent on science, engineering, understanding how systems work, systems of power work, how your body works as a system, how social systems work. And um, engineering principles are very powerful because engineers cannot bullshit. Engineers don't have time to bullshit. We have to build stuff. And the stuff that we build does not work. We don't get clients. We lose our business. Bridges break. Houses fall down. So engineers can't fuck around. All of these guys can fuck around. So when you look at engineering principles, which should be taught at the kindergarten level, particularly engineering systems principles, which by the way, to everyone listening, if you have children between the age of 13 through 18 and you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, I've taken all these amazing engineering principles that I learned, I used to teach at MIT to the leaks, and I made it accessible to everyone. So take the course, but you will change the way you learn how to think. So number one, people have to learn how to think. And when you learn how to think, every problem is not a left-wing or a right-wing problem. It's a problem that needs to be understood in a very, very objective manner. And when you apply engineering systems principles, you will always come to the truth. And number one, John, everyone needs to do that, okay? We need to understand system science. And, and I've made it accessible. Number two, we need to have a clear vision. When I say we, I mean the 8 billion people. 
And it is us versus them. Don't let anyone bullshit you and say, oh, let's heal the divide, right? We're all one. One of our guys apparently was told by someone who went to one of these Kennedy's, you know, Zoom calls. He's saying we're all elites now. You see, the elites want to <laughs> forget all the contradictions. There is an us versus them. There is right. Zionist versus anti-Zionist. And they don't want to they don't want to talk about this. And the 0.0001% want to make, they want to talk about kumbaya. There is no fucking kumbaya, all right? It is us versus them. And the us we're talking about is a broad mass of people like you, like me, like others, John, who get up, they have families, they actually have to do something, right? To bring money right. in the door. They have customers. They have to actually do work, right? And we're accountable. Yeah, more importantly, we're held accountable for our actions and the things we do. That's the exactly. biggest thing that's always bothered me about things. Why is it I'm held to account for every single thing? But right. for some so reason, these individuals get away yeah. over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, so we are held accountable. We have to do stuff. We have to manage our finances, all this basic stuff. We have to educate employees, all that stuff. That's what I do day to day. We do real science. We create. We bust our ass. We make stuff happen. These guys are sitting there. They get credit for shit they never did. They get mainstream media attention because they're all part of that clique who fucks around each other. They fought fly falcons. They have their send their kids to equestrian shows. These people are not one of us. So why yeah, are we following true. that? Why are we following? Well, why are we looking so, up? So would we you say? Down. No, very true. You know, when you're saying this swarm, really, I, I almost wonder too. Are they really that smart and organized, or as you say, this system science? Do you believe as well? They know this symptom, system science as well and like use it. And I guess what I'm saying is, is it's like, are we just so docile and drunk on our bread and circus that, you know, yeah, that we could truly be herded into group behavior? Because it, it seems a talking point is like, be all you could be, right? Only you could be you, be your authentic self, all this LGBTQ nonsense and stuff on identity. When meanwhile, they don't really want us being individuals. Well, yeah, you have it both from the left and the right, both the woke and the anti-woke bullshitters, you know, both the uh, influence peddlers like Joe Rogan and fucker Carlson and every social media influencer. You have to ask, do these guys have any skills? And that's what ask, ask when you're talking to any of these people, like I have a full time job, John, when I leave this call, right. I, I, will go, I have to go do an engineering paper. I have to make sure our building is working in Cambridge. I have to make sure our generator pump is working and I have to make sure we, we are talking to customers, making sure they're happy, finishing up scientific. Like I actually have a real job. Go ask any of these guys what they do. Oh, I play golf. I bang women, right? I fly. I bet you most don't even drive their own car. I've always felt that they was don't. interesting. <laughs> they don't drive their own cars. They don't have to do anything. Right. And I, even though I, I have the wealth to go do those things, but I, do not, I purposely choose not to do those things, John. And the reason yeah. is because there's something that happens when you have to wake up and you have to do this work and you have to do this stuff. It makes you real. And everyone who works for me will tell you, I push the shit out of them because their educational system is not teaching them anything. Their parents haven't taught them stuff. So I also have to be a teacher and educator. So that's what I do full time. Now, I don't have to run for office, but the reason I'm running for office is because I know how to fix this stuff. I've actually fixed things. I've created things and I'm in the same, you know, group of people as the 8 billion people who have to get up yeah. the mother who has to get up like Christy, your wife has to figure out how to handle a home. 
Women are yeah. system scientists. They have to do multiple things. They have to interconnect multiple things. Entrepreneurs are system scientists. These guys, they're not system scientists. That's why Trump, I mean, the guy's a fucking moron. He says he's going to no, drain I'm the swamp. Very, he says he's going he's to lock Hillary up. Man. No, I, I agree. Look, because I'll, I'll be honest, you know, you, you put out all that rhetoric and then ultimately- yeah, That's all it is. In, yeah, you bring in Bolton, you bring in all these people, all the neocons, you make all these deals. I'm thinking, and, and then now you're running around on a kind of a complaining tour, which don't get me wrong. I don't think the system gave him his opportunity. But that being said, are you are you that naive that you let in people that us average Americans kind of knew who a bunch of these people were? And this is who you brought in and then trusted? And then now you're upset yeah, I mean, about it. Need, I just needed like guys. a chess guy. What's going on here? Yeah, what I'm saying is ultimately what we have to do this is let's talk about how we win this is how we win and we have to follow principles you know a very very old teacher of mine said you know a person without principles is not a human being so what are the principles we follow number one all great things when you look at nature have always come everything comes from the earth bottoms up okay and things always come from people who are close to the soil and actually do the work so start respecting look to your Neighbors, start respecting those people who work. Start respecting yourself. Stop watching the Kardashians. Stop watching the booby fucking Kennedys. Stop thinking Trump is some. He's just a. He's just an actor businessman. If you look at his balance sheet, he's a negative billionaire, right? So we have to start having respect for ourselves. Look in the look in the mirror and say, you know what? I actually do great things. I get up and I work an honest life. Have respect for yourself. That's where it starts. Then start recognizing there's eight billion of us out there who need to recognize that we need to learn how to think. And when you learn how to think, you drop the left, Republican, Democrat, drop the right stuff, labor and conservative, you start to look at a problem for what it is. So when you look at the issue of health, let's look at that issue. Okay, look at the data and it's out there since because of the policy starting with John F. Kennedy, who's the one who created the 1962 Vaccination Act, which created all of these government bureaucracy, since 1962 to today, the American life expectancy is now going down. So if you have a child today, and I hate to bring bad news, but your child's lifespan will be shorter than yours. Now just think about that, let that sink in. And that didn't occur overnight. That occurred through a system of policies, not yeah. from Obama to the Clintons, to the Kennedys, to Trump, all of these fuckers. Did that to us. Well, you know, so I just learned this. I just learned this with my wife, and we just, you know, had 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 our child. We did an all natural birth. We didn't do vaccination. Like we're actually being very purposeful, you know, um, um, uh, with her, and and seeing the amount of things that that have gone on, especially coming out of COVID and everything else. I became uh, questionable on vaccines because when I was in the military, they forced the anthrax vaccines on us. Then kind of seeing yeah. the backstory on the anthrax vaccine and coming out of Fort Detrick, Maryland and all that. I'm like, wait a minute. So ever since then, I've kind of been very hesitant with my own self as far as anything with vaccinations. Um, but it's mind-blowing to me. No, I was just going to say, mind-blowing to me to see the, the pressure that they put on women that, no, you're not a mammal. Your body's not equipped necessarily to have a child. I, I didn't realize how much pressure it put on women just as far as the pregnancy business is considered. Dr. Shio, I do want to say, let, let's cut to a break and we'll come right back and then we can dive okay. right back into uh, more more topics, sir. Now I'm on the right side. The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency. 
which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the... All right, everyone. This is John Medler from Dr. Shiva's uh, headquarters. As they're just doing this uh, ad break, we're going to be coming right back with Dr. Shiva as soon as they're done with this. Thank you for holding on there. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection. What can I say? We have dove right into this interview with Dr. Shiva Ayadore. Welcome back. And let's just pick back up where we left off. I think we were talking about health, health, correct? At the, uh, well, when we, when we yeah, so, so John, when you look, what, what I wanted to, you know, here's the way we win, right? The way we win is number one, people starting to respect themselves, looking, you know, to recognize when you look at the arc of human history, all changes always come bottoms up. Politicians, lawyers, all these people always scammed us. So that's, it's just a material fact. And it also goes right to the heart of system science. Um, you know, which really came out in the 1900s and 1950s, which is a concept called self-organizing systems. This is how nature actually operates. And self-organizing systems reveals that the mass of people, when we start raising our consciousness, we change the world literally overnight. And that's what this is about. So what's the consciousness raising that needs to be done? Number one, to recognize that all events have always taken place bottoms up. Number two, the value of the individual human being in raising their consciousness to that understanding. And a third important point, point of this, uh, John, is that there is a physics here, how you build and grow a movement to change the world. No different than the physics that's needed to you know, build an airplane, no different than the physics that's needed to build a bridge. The good news is, you know, or plumbers, electricians, there's a science here. So over the last 50 years, in my knowledge, I've organized that, made it accessible to everyday people. So that's number one. But without that knowledge, we're always going to go, one day you'll vote for Obama, next day you'll vote for Trump, next day you'll think Tulsi Gabbard, a warmonger, a pro-Zionist is your savior, next day you'll think Booby Kennedy. But without this knowledge, average, everyday people are going to be looking up and not looking to themselves and others. So that's the first thing, John, yeah. and that's the way path of win. So now when I was talking about the health, 
when you look at any system, so when you look at your body as a system, one of the things that comes out of that is every individual has a unique system. What's right for me, John, may not be right for you. No one diet works for everyone. And this comes down to a systems principle, which is it's about the right medicine for the right person at the right time. And when you apply these systems principles, you can figure that out. Now, thousands of years ago, that was a system of ancient systems of Indian medicine, Chinese medicine, Native American medicine. If a person had a particular problem, my grandmother didn't give you the same medicine, right? Even if it was a two people with the same problem, yeah. they were adjusted what they got. It was personalizing it. Um, and system science reveals this to you. And we educate people on this. As Hippocrates said everyone should actually be their own doctor, right? He who is not his own doctor is a fool. But once you understand these principles, you can figure out what's right for your body. So when you look at health and the fact that since 1980, the lifespan of the average American today is shorter than their parents. What does that reveal? That reveals all of these things that, that have been done to this. These policies passed by the elites have destroyed your biology. Let me repeat that again. Policies, the political systems have affected your biological systems. It's quite fascinating. So when they passed the lockdown policy, that literally affected your mitochondrial respiration. It affected oxidative stress. It affected autophagy. It affected inflammation in your body. So think about what I'm saying. A policy that's passed by these elites can destroy your biology, and that's what's been happening. The incredible amount of stress over the last 60 years that Americans have endured with income inequality, right? With the fact that they don't have a patient-doctor relationship anymore, the toxins in the environment, it's very hard to get real food. All of these things, it's not any one thing, has resulted in the decline of lifespan. Now, how are we gonna fix it, John? Is it gonna happen by voting for Booby Kennedy or Trump yeah. or any of these and, and quite frankly, quite frankly, they, they really don't bother educating us, you know, in, in, in our current education system about half these things anyway. I mean, you know, I, I manage, I, I call them a bunch, I, I have a good amount of people that are under me at work that, um, they're COVID kids. They, they didn't get to graduate from high school. Um, and then they kind of got kicked out in the world. And I'm thinking public education school obviously failed these kids. Uh, not, they don't know a whole lot about anything. Bank accounts, the whole nine yards. And I'm just very, I'm very fascinated by it. And it's just a shame. We subsidize our education system. Wouldn't well, you prepare well, children to get out there in the world and kind of be prepared for it? So what we're doing, John, is every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., our goal is that if you want to elect me as president, I'm just going to do this faster. I'll use the bully pulpit of the White House. But we're already educating people. So every Thursday, it's at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., our movement, my campaign, Shiva for President. Go to shiva4president.com. What are we doing? So we do a rotational educational town hall. We actually give the solutions, John. So if you go to Shiva for President, you know, people can volunteer. Notice I haven't asked for one penny here. People yeah. go to volunteer. They can help us get on the ballot. If you click on that free downloads right there, John, on the right side, right below shop, if you click on where it says free downloads, you'll see a very, very interesting link. Scroll down. We, and this is a free link. People should print this out on your library printer or your home printer, black and white stuff right there, John. This flyer is we're, we're getting millions of these flyers out on the ground because we have a movement, right? And our right. volunteers, notice what it says, the lesser of two evils is killing your children. The upper left part of that graph reveals the short state of what the elites or the swarm has gotten into their policies. That red line is, in fact, lifespan is going down. It's not because of the vaccines. It was occurring before that. 
The bottom left gives people a link to watch the Swarm video. In 15 minutes, you can get the knowledge of 50 years. How much do you pay? Nothing, it's free. And on the right side, you can then get involved. You can get educated, go to truthfreedomhealth.com, or on the bottom right, John, there are those six town halls we run every week. Uh, so one of the town halls we do on healthcare. What do we do at the healthcare town hall? Do we just talk about what I'm gonna do after I get into president? No, we educate people on what is the immune system, John, and how you can support it. The next town hall, the week after, we're gonna do on, we did on environment. How do you farm? How do you support your local farmers? How do you get fresh organic food? How do you shop it on a budget so it's not a bougie thing? The next one is yeah. on education. What is the right education? The right education is te teaching people how to think. And that is systems thinking, John. We live in an era, if children just learn reading, writing, and arithmetic, they don't learn systems thinking, they're gonna essentially be drones. The next one is on innovation. I teach people the seven secrets of innovation. How you become an entrepreneur. What are the seven ele elements to be successful? How much do we charge for this, John? Zero, okay? Right. And then we teach governance. How do you select a leader? If you're running a company, John, like you have, right? How do you decide who should be a manager? How do you hire people? How do you know someone's gonna be a scumbag? These are things that people don't learn. They're soft skills. And then finally- You need to take over about every, every middle management branch and companies, I'll tell you that much. I feel like half the time the training I go through, it's like, yeah, this is rules for me, not for thee. You know, you guys, you do this yeah. for your, your DEI, <laughs> you know, and everything so, else. So, uh, so but if, if, if people come, John, they're actually learning skills. And then we yeah. teach people uh, how to understand finance. What is a profit and loss statement? What is a cash flow statement? What is a balance sheet? Because if people understood what a balance sheet is, they can look at Donald Trump and they'll realize, oh, he's a negative billionaire. Okay. So. Yeah. People need to understand these three elements. By the way, 90% of CEOs don't know the difference between these things. So we're training people on this. Now, if I become a pre president, John, what will I do differently? I will do a White House interview with you like this, and we will educate 8 billion people because we have to recognize the presidency is corrupt, the legislature is corrupt, the judiciary is corrupt. So the only way to change this is through a movement, and that's what we're building. And my winning the presidency doesn't mean I say, okay, like Trump did, like you pointed out, John. Okay, now I'm going to be president. I'm going to bring John right. Bolton in. I'm going to bring Mike, you know, Pence in, right? I'm going to bring Zionist Jared Kushner in. I'm going to bring my daughter in, right? No, none of that. You use the bully pulpit of the presidency to inspire people with knowledge so they can start raising hell at the lowest levels of governance. That's what we need to do. We need to build a self-organizing system. And that is what our founders did. If you think about it, look yeah. at George Washington. The guy wasn't, he was a general, but he was a surveyor. He ran a business. Go look at all these guys. They actually had skills. Yeah. They didn't need to govern. All of these people who are quote unquote governing, it's a money-making scheme. Trump made a half a billion dollars off my election systems integrity work. Where did that money go? Right? You really have to ask, where are these people's money went? And well, they it, use it, these deposits. And, and that's what's interesting for me. I, and now I'm starting to delete them because it just gets old. But during that election cycle, I, I tend to follow, um, you know, what was it, Act Blue and the Republican side of things. And it's overwhelming the amount of emails daily that both sides of the aisle send out of. It's 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 dramatic. It looks like the National Enquirer while you're at the at the grocery store. And then it's like give money. The unfortunate thing is, I have members of my own family. I come from a very big family. 
I have members of my own fan. They get money to this nonsense. I'm thinking, wow, it was really that easy to drive in on the emotion and then for you to kick up the money that you can't even afford for a man that that that, that doesn't need it, truly. Well, on the either side. So, so, John, what's happening is they create the left-right narrative. So when Trump gets indicted, he gets money, and then the, and the Democrats get money. Every issue that they're doing is they want to split American people in the wrong way. Okay, they're splitting them by they're splitting up the American workers. We do need to split. We do need to separate the wheat from the chaff. It is a point oh oh one percent versus the eight billion. And you see, so they split people. They make money, and then you have this bogus independent candidate like Boopy running. He says, "I'm going to heal the divide." What he means is, I'm going to shove under the rug the real contradictions, but just give me money. And that's what that New York Times article is. The guy gets makes money off fighting for safe vaccines, right? Millions of people, yeah. all these very bourgeois women give him money for that, but they never want to address the real issue, which is not vaccines, not pro or anti-vax, it's boosting the immune system. You see, that's what a systems approach gives. You take another issue like genetically engineered foods, it's not pro-GMO or anti-GMO. The real issue is what has happened with, with the way that we are uh, doing agriculture in this country. It's been about destroying the soil, it's been about funding massive uh, agricultural companies, right? Monsanto, which now is part of Bayer. By the way, Hillary Clinton is a big pro-Monsanto person, big into pro-GMOs. And mm -hmm. Booby Kennedy endorsed her three times. So over here, he runs river keepers, acting like he wants to protect the waters, right? Talks about he's against Monsanto. And over here, he's endorsing Hillary Clinton. You see, they're all friends. So this is a yeah. shtick for him to get money. So if you go across every one of the, and over here, Trump did, I did all the election systems integrity work. He made a half a billion dollars. Have we solved the election systems integrity issue in this country? None of it. None of it's been yeah. solved. Well, we, see, we that's what was interesting for me, watching, watching all that go on. I followed you at that time when you, when you were doing that work, and, which was one of the things that kind of gave it credibility for me. I don't know what to believe. I think it's hard for the average American to believe anything at the time. I mean, even yes, with Bobby, right. Bobby, Bobby seems attractive, right? But then someone like yourself is going and kind of digging in here, and it makes you think. If you're able to truly look in the mirror and actually want to want to not be biased about it and look at it, it makes me think about it. It makes me think: Is this guy really relevant or not, or is this guy really trying to pull a charade, as Doctor? Well, here's saying? the thing: Why do we call him Bobby? Yeah. But let me ask yeah, you: Why do we call him? Because of his father. We call him Bobby because people. It's it's all a branding. It's brainwashing. People should no call true. Him for no your true. Own. For your own neural networks in your brain, please start calling him Booby, okay? Because gotcha. if you call him Bobby, you are creating an endearing relationship with a, with a fucking scumbag. You know what? That, me, I wondered. That's interesting. I, you know what? I wondered about that. It's almost like I watched this Coca-Cola uh, documentary one time, and they were talking about how Coca-Cola yeah. spent all this money to market that brand for you to have that kind of warm and happy feeling. And to take this even further, I always wondered that about Obama's logo. Like, why do I always think of the Pepsi logo when I see Obama's logo? I don't know if that's well, you know reality what? or not, but it's all about branding in a way. It is. So do you know what Randolph Hearst said? What is a political campaign? Do you know what he said? What did he what say did he a say? political campaign is? He said a political campaign is an advertising campaign. Yeah. So true. what these people are doing is he puts on his voice, ah, driving Falcons, right? You know, poor Bobby, I, and then always refers to people being assassinated. Poor, woe is me, woe is me, okay? We're a poor family. We got, come on, billion-dollar trust yeah. fund. They still make money off every alcohol that comes into this country. 
and you as a working class person are giving these people money, think about the brainlessness here. The average American's got $400 in their bank account for a rainy day, and they're giving $100 a Trump, $100 to people with golden yeah. plated toilets. hundred. Think about this bullshit. And in this conversation, I have yeah. not asked one penny. Booby is going out there saying, I need to get on the ballot. I need 15 million. We actually have volunteers on the ground, John. We're not asking for money. Yeah. And this is what every word I like listening to this to, to recognize. And I like how why, well, are you, why are you showing any sympathy to these people? Why? It's like an abuse victim in a bad relationship. It's psychological mass abuse. So if you look at Booby fucking Kennedy's uncle, here are the facts created the 1962 Vaccination Act. And that created all the pharma companies, that created all the, not the pharma companies, created all the institutions in the government, all the corrupt institutions. That was done by John fucking Kennedy. Then 24 years, people were getting injured. This is a fact. People are filing lawsuits in federal and state courts, which they have the right to do, to go against a corporation. Ted Kennedy, the other Kennedy who killed the woman right up the street here, in Massachusetts, right? Chappaquiddick. Killed her. Chappaquiddick. He's the one who was a sponsor of the bill in Congress, the co-sponsor, which created the National Vaccine Injury Program. It was oh. a euphemism. It was, a, let me finish. It was a euphemism oh, go ahead. for protecting the big pharma companies. And they created more, more organization. Eliminate, you cannot sue pharmaceutical companies, everyone, thanks to the Kennedys yeah. in in the court system, you have to go to a bureaucracy within health and human services. Then Booby fucking Kennedy comes, go read all of his lawsuits. He's not, he's saying I'm for full vaccination of all Americans, but I'm going to create safe vaccines. This yeah. doofus Steve Kirsch who comes out of nowhere, right? He wasn't there in 2020. He's a Zionist who's funding Kennedy. So they've created no, right. this he, he popped up on a podcast of Malone. No, you are right. He, he wasn't there during 2020. He didn't pop up until after. Yeah. And, and, and all of these people. Yeah. So in 2020, March. So you have to tell the truth at the right time. That's what this is about. So in March of 2020, yeah. I, as an MIT trained PhD, put my butt on the line because I've done the research. I was the one who said no to the lockdowns. I said this will be used to manipulate economies, manipulate dissent, all of that. Booby fucking Kennedy was promoting lockdowns. So for God's sake, stop calling this guy Bobby. That's a very yeah. fundamental way of fucking up your brain. That's what this guy was created for. The whole family is created for that purpose. All right. Oh, there's, so there's, you had mentioned this before. You had mentioned this before about kind of like, you know, the different branches of the mob, the Italian mob, whatever. I, I kind of wanted to bring in that the whole CIA connections and things. You even mentioned Tucker Carlson. You know, and Carlos is not the only person. Lots of these people, for some reason, for some reason, have all these intelligence ties. And then, of course, there's the history yeah. of the yeah, the mafia being involved. Is this really more so that it's just different factions within within you know essentially an intelligence slash organized crime element, and it's just they it's, all it, each it, other? It, I mean, they're just a bunch so of sociopaths. Gone. Yeah, they're a bunch of sociopaths. Remember, it's all about money and maintaining their power structure, right? So think about if you are you know a thousand people in the world and you control all of the assets, right? You don't want the masses getting together against you. So you divide by left and right, right? You do, you find all, you know, black and white, you find all different ways to divide people, you know, by national origin, by religion, Muslims versus Jews, Muslims versus Christians. You demean one race, you promote another race. So that's what you do. You do that all day long. 
And while you're there, in order to keep the masses entertained, you do theater as though you have, you know, you're fighting against one another. But it's a swarm. Among them, John, they may have little fiefdom fights, right? Like WWE wrestling, right? One yeah, exactly. wing doesn't like another wing, right? You know, the Jets versus the Red Sox versus the Yankees, whatever yeah. they're doing there, right? But the masses of people, they want us entertained to them as though they actually have a disagreement. They have no disagreement. They actually yeah. have no disagreements. Because that's, what's always, comes, always, that's what's always blew my mind. It's like, I was just going to say, that's what always kind of blew my mind because it's like here you got here you have Clinton – all kinds of intelligence ties. Bush, of course, with his father, everything else. Obama, same thing. I don't. Obama, we could do a whole episode on Obama and his family. It, it makes no sense. I just never understood how is it all these people are tied in within this this whole kind of apparatus. But then give us this show, as you said. And of course, this is the whole purpose of the Truth Freedom Health Movement that you have. You know, is to our, shine light our, on our this and make people aware. Our movement is the only in movement in the world that is truly independent. And that is why I'm the only viable presidential candidate who is anti-Zionist, because every other person is a cock zucker, as I say, with a Z. They have to suck Zionist cock. Otherwise, they don't get anywhere. This is why APAC controls 400 of the, of the about 500 members of Congress, all of them, quote unquote, Christian Zionist, which is an oxymoron. Christ would never have been a Zionist. So what we have in America is, is we have the occupy, Zionists have occupied every aspect of power of American life. And none of these people want to call them out because they're all their friends. They all hang out at the same clubs. Everyone listening, understand, they're all friends. And you will never yeah. be allowed into Hyannisport. You will never be allowed into the VIP section at Nobu in Malibu, okay? And I have been in some ways like a Forrest Gump that life has taken me to all these different worlds, John, but I never sold out. And I know right. these people at an intimate level. They hate you. When you go and get their autograph from them, you know what they call you, John? Behind closed doors, they call you a star fucker, okay? Yeah, they despise okay. everyday people. They hate the I'll American working people. So when you mention Zionists, when you mentioned Zionists, what's always, uh, you know, I've always classified um, what comprised the Bush administration, essentially all those PNAC guys, the Project for, for a New American Century guys, as a bunch of Zionists. And I, I guess I always thought, like, I, I guess... What was interesting for me is I didn't realize how much of that administration were dual had dual citizenry, and I've I've listened to you many times on um you know X has spaces now right but um and before that you had like Clubhouse but I used to be fascinated by going in them rooms and always saying that I could never question anything about what was going on with the state of Israel or what's anti-Semitic and I'm thinking like well no if I I believe that you have the right to have your country defend yourself do whatever you do. Why shouldn't I have, have the right – why shouldn't my country, my national security matter? Like I actually do have an issue with, with when you have dual citizenry pulling the lever, levers of power within our country because where, where, where does your loyalty actually lie? Does it lie to the United States or does it lie to something, some other greater kind of ideology? Um, and I don't think people realize that as much. Yeah, I mean Anthony Blinken is a dual citizen. He has Israeli citizenship. Bernie Sanders has dual citizenship, right? Um, yeah, everyone's reveal. I mean, when you have dual citizenship, it does to me, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I had to give up my Indian citizenship when I became a U.S. citizen. You give it up. You it's yeah. it's that's what you're doing. You're making a clear break from one nationality to another nationality. Right. And that's very important yeah. to understand. People are making. But 
think about the Secretary of State of the United States government is an Israeli citizen. Think about that. No, I know that, that, that freaks me out. That, that, yeah, it but, it, that, but, that, but why is this? to be about 9-11. I never understood, like, wait a minute. So all these different things. I heard somebody recently, I think it was Chris Christie, criticizing Trump over the, oh, the whole dancing Arabs thing was fake. It was like, no, it actually wasn't Arabs. It was Israelis. Uh, Fox did whole, whole, whole things on this. I never understood all that. What, you know, what we're even doing over here in our country at this time, at the same time, they've always called the military has always said they were strategic liabilities that yes, they're our ally, but they're a strategic liability and spy on us more than any other country. So although I'm like, Hey, do your own thing over here in the corner. But at the same time, um, I don't want them meddling around in my country at the same time. And then, and then call me an anti-Semite if I have any, any issue. I've always had that issue with that word being thrown around. It's like if I question anything about my own national sovereignty and the own national security of my own country, it's all of a sudden I'm an anti-Semite and, 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 I, and I can't talk about it. And really, I'm just talking about where the loyalties actually lie. If your loyalty's over there, go over there. Yeah, and John, if you look at, you know, go back to, I mean, since 1981, when I was an activist, student activist, um, you may remember in the 80s, uh, Gaza was mowed, mowed down by a guy called Ariel Sharon. He literally took yeah. tanks and he mowed down the Palestinians. So I organized some of the biggest protests here in Massachusetts. And what's fascinating is this, and this is something, you know, getting back to these fake martyrs and how we actually win. You have the obvious establishment, like the Bushes and the Clintons, and et cetera, right? The, the reason nothing that, or, or suffering continues and why we have this curve of lifespan going down is because the elites, the swarm, creates the not so obvious establishment, NSOE. And we educate people on this. Without the not so obvious establishment, which are like fly traps. So when you wake up and you say, shit, I don't like the way the world is, right? That's a first stage. And you say, I want to do something about it. Instead of building a bottoms up movement, John, people are attracted to the not so obvious establishment. And they sucker people in on the left and the right. And the purpose of these people is to control you so you can bring you back to the establishment. So if you look at the anti-Zionist movement, it's been around since 1948, right? I can tell you right here from my own personal experience, we had the pro-Zionists who just want to kill all the Palestinians. We have the true people who want to end the occupation, which is a right slogan, not ceasefire now. Ceasefire now is a wrong slogan. It's been used for 40 years and it's been used by the quote unquote liberal Zionists which is a not so obvious establishment. You following me? Obvious establishment, the real people, when you apply the science of systems, you say, wait a minute, Zionists work with the Nazis. Zionists are anti-Semitic. Zionism is racism. Zionism works closely with imperialism because it was the Zionists that were brought in to control that land, Palestine. It's a strategic base for US and British imperialism. And when you start putting the pieces together, and then you realize those same Zionists are the ones who control the United States. The only solution here is we must end the occupation of the United States from Zionism and Palestine. So if you want to free Palestine and you're serious about it, and you're not just there wanting to protest to act like you're doing something temporally, you must end Zionism starting in the United States. Now, the, the not so obvious establishment, which are controlled by a bunch of liberal Jewish Zionists, are controlling many of these protests. They're saying, cease fire now, peace now. They've been doing it for 40 years, John. Cease fire now means, this is what it means. This is what it actually means. We're not intending the occupation. 
We just want to say the Israeli IDF can go two steps forward and one step back. Just do it the right way. You see? Two steps forward, one step back. And if you, if you also recognize Hamas was created as a fundamentalist uh, wing, right, by Israel. Yeah. Israel created yeah, Hamas. Yeah, to battle the PLO. Right. Well, the PLO had like multiple- We created Al-Qaeda and vice versa, right? Yeah, so, so, so there are secular people, like people wanting to create a true popular movement to, to end the occupation. So what the U.S. and the Israelis did was they created a radical group, which they funded since 1980, as early as 19, uh, 2020, a couple of years ago, Yossi Cohen, who's the head of Mossad, was in Qatar telling them right. to keep funding Hamas. And we know elections are selections. So how does Hamas yeah. get elected? They were put in power there. So now yeah. when they want to do a ceasefire, it says Israel Hamas ceasefire. Just replace that with Israel Israel ceasefire. It's not Israel Hamas ceasefire. Yeah. All of this is done as a show because ultimately this was done in the short term because Netanyahu was going to be thrown out of power. There was a civil war brewing in Israel. He needed this event to take place. The United States yeah, needed this event. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to cut it short, but I, I we we we've pretty much ran out of time, and I feel like we could do a whole other episode just dive into this. Um, I, yeah. I do want to take this opportunity um, to let everybody know to reach out to the Truth Freedom Health Movement, um, and reach out to Dr. Shiva Four or Shiva Four President .com, um, and check out the recently patented supplement uh, MV25 because you were so gracious to give us your time today. We do need to do this again. I very much enjoyed this. Yeah, but, I wanna, um, you know, we've been co-streaming this. When you guys end, John, stay on StreamYard. I'm going to come join there. I'm going to say some closing remarks. But John, thank you very much. It was, yeah. Hey, I very much. It, it was good. a pleasure, sir. I'd like to do it again. Yeah, and, and the bottom line, everyone go to Shiva, numeral 4 presentcom Get a bumper sticker. If you do one thing, get a bumper sticker. Put it proudly on the back windshield of your car. That's a good way to say F off to these guys and that you are becoming a, uh, you are becoming the independent media to get the word out. We're not counting on any one of them to cover us. We don't, frankly, want these guys to cover us on some level because they'll always twist things, but it doesn't matter. We're going to independent media, John. So best to you and your wife, Christian, best to your new Awesome. Newborn. Thank you, sir. It was a pleasure yeah. again. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, John, Who would have ever on, thought I'd be here, running John. for president of the United States of America? I was born a low-caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working-class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace, by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office, 
All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They printed trillions for their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They've transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science, lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for president of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people, for the working people, who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey, are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health to win back America, be part of this historic movement, all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Shiva for President. Sir, by that interview, I'm going to continue here with a couple of points. Um, so, you know, on that interview, I exposed what's actually going on. The fact that you have the obvious establishment, the not so obvious establishment, and then you have us and the movement for truth, freedom, health, which is the only force which is educating people about this dynamic, which is the only force that actually gets on the ground and is actually day in and day out, 24 seven building a movement. So what are the ways you can build a movement? Number one, those of you who want to get educated and become leaders in your local communities, go to truthfreedomhealth.com and sign up, become a member, supporter, warrior. Um, come to our meetings that we do every, we do this every Thursdays. Um, and 
um, you can learn how to become part of this. Okay, come to our orientations, our open houses. Go to shifaforpresident.com, right, and um, sign up as a volunteer. But one is make a decision that you want to learn. If you do, come to our open house Thursday, 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Or go to Truth Freedom Health and just sign up. The other thing is become go to Shiva for President and become a volunteer. Another way, because our goal is to get on the ballot in every state. By the way, Booby fucking Kennedy is trying to scam people off 50 million bucks, 15 million bucks. He's saying, give me money because he has no movement. So he's got to get money to get on the ballot. And he takes his money and he hires consultants. They're not even his supporters. They're paid hacks to go get signatures. Our movement is doing it the right way, the way in integrity. So go to Shiva for president and sign up as a volunteer. So it's number two. You can get educated. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com. You can donate. You get all these courses. Number two, go and sign up and volunteer to get us on the ballot. Third, the simplest thing you can do is anyone can do this. Literally go and get a bumper sticker. And you can literally go to shivaforsenate.com and get a bumper sticker. And that bumper sticker enables you to take that little sticker on the back rear windshield of your car in the lower left, put it. You are right away becoming an agent of Truth Freedom Health because that bumper sticker will be seen by 100,000 people in a day when you drive around your car. So that's something that everyone can do. And where do you get the bumper sticker? Very simple. You go to this website called Shiva Numeral 4 president.com and you can find it right in the shop and get this bumper sticker okay you go to the shop you'll drill down you find this bumper sticker order it right now it's five bucks we include shipping but it's a way that you can be an activist and the last thing you can do is go to the download section okay and here you can find a flyer download this flyer you can use this flyer to educate yourself but can you you can use it to educate people in your community it teaches people what is the problem and we give one of the key performance or lack of performance of the elites, which is the fact the life expectancy of the average child is going to be less than their parents. You understand who the swarm is. And on the right side, we have the campaign video. You give it to someone, they can scan it and go to the video. They can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and become warriors, or they can RSVP to come to our town halls. You see, so we are about practical action that in, involves you, right? I'll keep doing these videos. I'll keep hammering the elites. I'll keep exposing them. I'll keep doing the science as an inventor, as a scientist, as an engineer. But you finally got an engineer who knows how to fix things. You got someone who's an inventor who actually knows how to make things. All right? And you know they do not want us in power. So what are they doing? They make us invisible. They use fucker Carlson to promote other candidates. They have the GOP and the DNC, and they have all these freaking little dweeb influencers who purposefully make us invisible. But the problem they have is in 2020 and 2021, with all the hard work that I did and our movement did on exposing Fauci on the, on the election systems, half a billion people throughout the planet know Dr. Shiva and they know Truth Freedom Health. So they're sort of fucked. So they have to, on social media, make us invisible. So every one of you, take our videos, take clips of them, Put them out there wherever you want on your own, on your own platforms. We must win this. And the way to win this is we must create a movement. And it cannot be done without your spending 2% of your time. Get a bumper sticker. 
Download that flyer. Volunteer. Right? Become a, a scholar. Learn this dynamic. Become a leader. So I've created all these ways to become a president, you know, to, to get you involved in supporting our presidential candidate. So we have a very dumb person here who says you cannot, you're not eligible to be president. False. Okay? And the reason is the educational systems have made people dumb. Number one, the the FEC has already ruled that I can run in 2011. And the 14th Amendment says you cannot discriminate between a naturalized citizen and a natural born citizen, by the way, which was never defined. All right. And by the way, if that person thinks that I cannot be president, that means women can't be president because Article 2, Section 1, Clause 5 says only he can run. 19th Amendment fix that. So get your head out of your ass and get educated. Be a true American and don't be dumb. Okay. So not only can I run, but I can also be president. So each one of you, it's your opportunity. We have created the conditions for you to do something small. Get a bumper sticker. Do that right now. Five bucks. You spend, many of you may have given money to freaking Trump or Booby or all these fools. Five bucks. Get us on the ballot. Okay. Shiva for president. Volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. The most important thing what we're doing is you're going to find amazing people you can intersect with in your local communities. We have leaders in every state right now. You get to get involved. You get to connect with us, our own, not with them. And you know, the biggest thing that's going to happen, you're going to physiologically change your brain because as long as you keep voting for these lesser of two evils, what happens is, and they're going to always let you down, right? Your brain eventually says, well, I guess that's just the way that the world is. It's called learned helplessness. The frontal lobe, the limbic system where your brain changes, it literally remodels itself. And you become essentially depressed. You start lowering your standards and you start accepting shit. But for the first time in American history, you have someone like me who's a real American who will fight for you, has a history of fighting for you. I don't have to, I know, I don't have to say I know your plight. You just need to go look at what I've done. It's all out there. So this is an opportunity for everyone to get behind yourselves. So go to truthfortheahealth.com, sign up, become a warrior scholar, you know, get the bumper sticker, get involved. That's what this is about. And I'm going to play a quick video here. I think John may have it here, which is a video of us saying what we need to do. The future is offline. Let me play this for you. The extreme mind control that more than half of our populace is under. How are you? meandering around We have Danny, who seems very sincere, uh, saying you legally can't run for president. So, Danny, it's false. So, in 2011, 
the Supreme, uh, the FEC, which is the body, the Federal Election Commission ruled that a naturalized citizen can run for president, in fact, collect donations. So that's false. The second thing is that the 14th Amendment clearly has made it absolutely clear by the Equal Protection Clause that the you cannot distinguish between a naturalized citizen and a natural born citizen. Third, and there's many, many facts. You can go see many of the videos I've done on this. Um, the Constitution, you know, written in 1787, when it talks about natural born, it never defined it. In fact, the Marquis de Lafayette, who is a French born citizen, was made a natural born citizen, okay, and all of his heirs. And in fact, Article 2, or Section 2, or Article 1, Clause 5 of the U.S., or the Articles, state that he can be president. So if you follow that to, to that, at that time when it was written, women can't be president. But remember, the 19th Amendment came. All right, Danny? And the 19th Amendment allows women to be president, just like the 14th Amendment. So Danny's saying thank you. You're welcome. So everyone out there, um, go out there, get a bumper sticker, get off your butts, get involved. Understand that our movement is creating the opportunity for you to become citizens again. And service is citizenship, like I'm saying right there. Service is citizenship. How do we serve? We fight evil. And Truth, Freedom, and Health is the force that's fighting it, not only locally, but uh, in every state, in every nation, globally. So get involved and you will feel freer, you will get more health and you'll get more truth because you're part of uh, solving the problem. All right, everyone, be well, be the light, get involved, get your bumper sticker, get your bumper sticker, get your bumper sticker, be well.